Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach that empowers women to love themselves by breaking down body image issues so they can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. Let's jump in and start with today's episode. So I asked a question over in the free Irresistible You Facebook group. So if you're not a member there, um, the link to join is in the show notes. So make sure you go over and request to join. It's totally free. I post a lot of bonus uh, content in there. We have daily threads and it's just a really great support network for, for women going on this journey together. And I asked... What are your burning questions as it relates to confidence and body image? And one of the girls said, well, how do I do it? How do I do it on the days where the mantras and the positive affirmations aren't working? So the question is, how do I feel confident on the days where the positivity and the mantras just ain't cutting it? Um, And I'm going to give you five tips, five things that help to answer that question that are going to help you feel more confident on those days where you're just not feeling yourself. And before I even get into it, like the basic answer to that question is you're not. You're not going to feel confident every single day. You're not going to feel confident every day, every minute of your life. And let's talk about that because there's this misconception out here. And that's actually tip number one is number one, when it comes to confidence and your body image, I want you right now to change your expectations. There is this belief and I don't know where it has come from. And I see so many people struggle with this is they believe that once they decide to feel confident, that they're just going to feel confident all the time. And that is a crock of you-know-what, okay? You will not feel yourself every single day. So number one tip is change your expectations about what it means to become a confident woman. And becoming a confident woman First and foremost, what does confidence mean? Confidence is having the fierce belief in yourself, no matter what the outcome is. It's just having a fierce belief in who you are. And knowing and being so self-aware about who you are that nothing, you don't care about what anybody else has to say, right? Um, In my private... um, group coaching course, I have a bonus masterclass in there that is called How to Be a Confidence Queen. And I talk about when you're a confidence queen, we don't have time for the opinions of trolls under the bridge and the peasants. We don't have time when we are queens. All right. So to be a confidence queen, she knows, number one, you know what? I'm not going to feel amazing every single day, and that's okay because that in and of itself is confidence to know that I may not be feeling myself today, but tomorrow, like, I am everything, right? So 
number one, please change your expectations that confidence is this thing that like you go to the store, you pick it off the shelf and every day you're just going to be like, you know, feeling like Beyonce every single day. Not true. So number one, change your expectations. Confidence is a muscle. I tell you guys this all the time. It's a muscle. And just like a muscle, you have to build and build and build. And, you know, there are going to be those days where all the tips I give you, all the affirmations, all the positive thoughts aren't going to make you feel like a million bucks. But the difference becomes, once you start going on this confidence journey, the difference becomes that you understand and have the expectation that there's going to be ups and downs. And that when you have one of the downs, you can just say, you know what, I'm having a down day. Um, it's that time of month or, you know, such and such happened to me and, and it's okay because the way I feel today when I look in the mirror is not who I am and this is not reflective of how I feel every other day. And if you're feeling this way every single day, that means you have to work on yourself. You got to go on this journey. You got to learn how to become irresistible you. If every single day you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see and none of these tips and tools are helping you, it's time to dig deeper. So number one is please change your expectations around confidence. Number two, stay consistent, right? I just mentioned to you, confidence is a muscle. You don't go to the store and say, ooh, I want confidence. Let me take that off the shelf. And now I own confidence and I'm going to just have it with me all the time. Just like when you decide I want abs or I want to work on my biceps and I want to build muscle. What do you do? You have to go strength train. You have to go to a gym. You have to lift weights somewhere. And you can't do that inconsistently if you're building a muscle. If you're building a muscle, you don't get to say, well, I'll work on it Monday. Oh, today's Thursday. I guess I'll do it today. And then next week, no, I'm going to take a break. It doesn't work that way. The only way to build a muscle is to consistently build momentum. And you don't do it. You don't build a muscle by jumping right to lifting, you know, 250-pound barbells. <laughs> you build muscle by lifting five pounds and doing repetition consistently. And it's the same thing with your confidence. You have to work at it every single day. You have to build momentum. And when I say build momentum, what I mean it, what I mean by that is just like when you're first starting out building um, a muscle with your biceps, for example, and you're taking the five pound weights, you have to decide, number one, you have to decide that you want this and that you're going to do it when it gets hard because it will get hard. And then you have to decide, okay, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to stay committed to the process and I am going to do something small every single day to chip away at this. And I can't tell you what that something small is for you personally, because I don't know your situation. But you have to decide, you know, am I struggling feeling confident, you know, in my body wearing certain clothes? Am I struggling with confidence to ask for what I want? Am I struggling with confidence to stand up for myself to my partner? 
because they're saying things about my about me or my body or whatever. Wherever it is in your life right now that you're struggling with that that self-confidence because confidence isn't just a vanity thing. Confidence, you know, you may think, "Oh, I just don't like how I look. I don't feel confident in my body and my skin and I'm too fat and blah blah blah." But that spills over into well, I don't like how I look, so I'm not good enough, so I can't stand up for myself. I can't ask for a raise. I can't tell, um, you know, my toxic boyfriend or girlfriend to fuck off. I can't, you know, I can't ask for what I want at work. Or I can't tell my coworker next to me to please stop making so much noise. Right? So confidence, it's not a vanity issue. It may on the surface level look like it, but it is like infecting the other areas of your life because you need to get a grasp on that. So number two, you have to be consistent and ask yourself, what is the one thing I can do today to build momentum? And if you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix and it's been more than an hour and you've been laying there all day in your pajamas from yesterday, haven't taken a shower, you're eating takeout, you've got a a thing of ice cream sitting next to you, What you need to do is say, okay, what's the one thing I can do right now to break this cycle? I need to get up and I need to go take a shower. And just the act of changing your state, getting in the shower, taking care of you is going to build that confidence. Like, all right, you know what? Yes, girl, I am dressed. I took a shower. You know what? I should put my makeup on. And then you go put your makeup on. And so now you're building momentum, just like building a snowball, right? It goes little by little. And next thing you know, you have this huge snowball. Then you got your makeup on. Well, might as well blow dry this hair and straighten this hair or whatever, right? And then it's like, well, I look good. You know, I got my face on. I got my hair on. I got my, um, you know, I'm clean. (laughs) So I need to get out of this house. I need to get out the house. You know, so maybe you don't do all of those steps the first time, but it's little by little building momentum. You know, so just think about what are those things that I could do today to move myself forward to feel better about myself. And the more you do those things, the more your confidence builds. That's what I'm talking about. You're like, oh, took a shower. That was the one thing I told myself I would do. And maybe you have a day where that's it. That's all you can get done today. But maybe that momentum tomorrow when you take the shower does the makeup, the hair, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to get out of the house and I'm going to go walk around the mall and I'm going to look people in the eyes and I'm going to smile at strangers and I'm not going to walk with my shoulders hunched over and my head looking at the floor on my phone because I'm so ashamed to look at anybody or I think everybody's looking at me because I'm too fat. See what I'm saying? Like, if you went to the mall in your Netflix state with your dirty pajamas and your your crazy hair and your hot mess express, everybody, you you would like you would not have any confidence to pick your head up off the floor. But when you do all these other little things, it's like, okay, I got this. And just doing these things for yourself every day. Make the bed when you get up in the morning, for goodness sakes, please. That is like my my pet peeve. I cannot stand to see a bedroom with a dirty, messy bed. 
And let me tell you why this is a big deal. When you get up in the morning and you do something as simple as just making the damn bed, it sets the stage and the tone for the rest of your day. That was your first snowball, your first little piece of snow building that momentum because you accomplished something. It's fast, it's easy, and you got it done, and your room looks so much nicer, and now you can lay your outfits out on the bed, right? Or you could sit down on the bed and check your emails in the morning, and it doesn't when you don't make the bed in the morning, it sets the environment around you as lazy, chaotic, and messy, and hot mess express. And we want to make the bed, you know, have your room look put together, because then that's that momentum to like, all right, let me go get that outfit and lay it out on the bed. All right, let me actually get dressed. And the more you do these little things every single day, it builds confidence. Confidence doesn't come because you put on a hot pair of heels, some Spanx, and, and your booty dress. It doesn't come from that. Now that, you know, we all have those nights where we need to get dressed like that because we look good and we feel good. But just the act of putting on makeup and putting on heels and a dress doesn't make you a confident woman. A confident woman is confident all the way from the inside. A confident woman is someone who doesn't put up with anybody's bullshit. A confident woman is someone that speaks up for herself and speaks up for other people around her. And that's a whole other thing. But like confidence is not just about what you look like. But a lot of times that's where it starts and that's the easy thing for us to blame. Well, it's because I'm too fat, you know, Ugh, I'm too fat because I'm too fat. I can't wear high heels and put lipstick on and wear a dress and come on. You can do that stuff at any weight. I don't care what size you are in the journey. You could do that stuff at any weight. And the more you do these things, the better you're going to feel about yourself. So that was a long answer, but there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, so number two is stay consistent. Do one small action a day and see where that takes you. Build that momentum. All right. Number three, create a routine. You've got to have a structure, um, a framework, a routine, something in your life that you're able to depend on. And what do I mean by that? When you don't have structure, when you don't have routine, things feel chaotic. And when things feel chaotic and unstructured, you don't have a foundation to build your confidence from. And I'm not talking about having a routine to where, you know, every minute of the day is planned. But, you know, here's a great example. In the mornings, I definitely have a routine and nobody else in my house better be like meddling in that routine because that is my time. And if I don't get that alone time, I am not a nice person, right? In the morning, I have my routine. I make my breakfast. I come in my office. I turn on my, my salt lamp and my candles next to Buddha. I put on the, the Zen music. I do some meditation, some journaling, some of my writing, and I don't want to be bothered. And, you know, you might say, well, I don't have time. You have to make time. I, that is the one excuse that I cannot stand. I don't have time. Let me tell you something. 
not one of us has time. We make time. And if you have time to sit down and watch, uh, binge watch a series on Hulu or Netflix, then you have time to do these other things in your life. So evaluate, you know, that's part of the process with the routine. Where are you spending your time? Because if you're telling me, I just don't have time, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. <laughs> you know, I work, I run a business, I have a dog that's like a child, I have a toddler, I have a husband, I have a home, I have a life, I have responsibilities, obligations, just like you do. And I find the time, create the time to do the things that matter. And you have to get to a point where you decide, I'm not a victim anymore. I'm not a victim of my circumstances. I'm going to make the best of what I'm going through. Even if you're in a season where, you know, you're working 12-hour days. Figure it out. You have to figure it out because this stuff doesn't just, you know, everyone that says they hate their life, they wish they could do more, they don't like who they are, they don't like how they look. What are you doing about it? Honestly, and I say that this is like tough love. What are you doing about it? When I had had enough, I sat at my old job, which I was starting to resent and hate because it was changing. I didn't like where it was going. I was realized that the position I was in, I had taken it as far as I could possibly take it. And I watched every single one of my coworkers around me get laid off. This was right around when the, the housing crash and all that kind of stuff and everybody was losing their jobs. And I was like, what am I doing here? This is a dead end. And what's the next one going to be? It has a time, uh, uh, an expiration date as well. You know, and I decided in that moment for me, this is no longer acceptable. And nothing is going to change. No one at this business, at this, at this job, is going to give me what I need to be happy. So I need to go create it for myself. And you have to get to that point where you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. No one is going to help you. No one is going to hand things over to you. If you want to better yourself and better your life, you have to do it. You have to find the time and create a routine for yourself. Um, and that routine allows you to create consistency, right? It builds consistency. I was never a morning person that likes to come in here and, and listen to Zen music. If I heard myself saying that like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I'd be like, wow, who are you, right? So you just have to decide like, this isn't going to just come naturally. I have to figure out how to make this happen for me so that I can create the irresistible life that I deserve. And, you know, part of having a routine is having a framework, and that's why I use the Irresistible You framework. That's why I teach that to my coaching clients. Because if you've never done this before and you don't have a structure and a framework, where do you even begin? And that's why I have the, the Irresistible You framework, the five steps. And I practice those five steps and I use those five steps, not just in my life, but for my clients as well, because it works. And you need a support system. 
You know, there's going to be, if you're in a place where you're trying to better yourself and create a better life and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, there's going to be people in your life who just don't get it. And the reason they don't get it is because they have peasant mentality. When you have a queen's mentality and you know in your heart there is more to this life thing, there is more out here waiting for me, you're the type of person who isn't a victim of her circumstance. You're the type of person who creates her circumstances. You know, the peasants that are around you are toxic. And some of them, it's not because they're bad people. They just can't think that big. And if that's all you have around you, you have to change your environment. And you may not be able to get rid of some of those people, but you need to introduce new people into your circle. And that's why I have the Facebook group. Come into our free Facebook group. It's called Irresistible You. It's linked up in the show notes. There are other women in the same mindset, on the same journey, going after the same goals. People that get you. People that understand. So that's number three, is create a routine that has a framework and a support system. Number four, how do you stay confident when the the mantras aren't cutting it? All right, so number four is gratitude. Gratitude. And if you're sitting there going, oh, gratitude, all this woo-woo stuff, then you're the one that needs to listen the most. (laughs) Because I used to be you. I used to be the person who would dismiss the woo-woo, the gratitude, and just think, oh, that's fluff. It's not fluff. And that's the peasant mentality because they don't believe that anything will ever change in their life. They don't believe that they have the power and the control to turn their life into what they want it to be. So you have to get out of that peasant mentality and become a a confidence queen, okay? So number four is gratitude. When you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, And I mean, you really don't like what you see. And you just have that feeling of my body is ruined. I'm disgusting. No one would ever want to see this body naked. I don't want to see this body naked. And let's keep it real. Like you, you know, you get naked to get in the shower and you run past any of the mirrors because you don't even want to catch a glimpse of that naked body, especially from the side. And you rush through the shower because you don't even want to touch any of the fat rolls with your loofah and, and all that, you don't want to touch any of it because it, it just it actually is disgusting you because you're at that low of a place. And I'm saying this with such detail because what I'm saying to you was me. I have had those experiences. I just wanted to get the hell out of the shower, put my Spanx and my bra on and put everything in place, <laughs> no more jiggling stuff and get on with my day. And... What I want you to do when you are in that bad of a place where you're actually just, you feel like your body is ruined. You've got to go to gratitude. And you say, oh my gosh, Amy, how can I feel grateful for this fat, nasty body? First of all, stop saying that. Stop it. <laughs> it's that, that inner bitch talk, that inner fat girl talk. We have to stop. And one of the ways that you're going to stop doing that is with gratitude. And you start, I don't like saying small because we're going to say you start with the things that we typically take for granted. And so, for example, when you're standing in a full length mirror looking at your naked body, 
the first thing that you could say is, you know what? I am so grateful that I have eyes that allow me to see and pick apart my body. Because there are people that will never even get to know what it's like to look at their naked body. So thank you for allowing me to be able to see. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that my eyes work. And they can they work to be able to drive me to my job so that I can make money, so that I can do my job, whatever the case is. Do you see where I'm going with this? You start with the things that we always take for granted. And then you say, I'm so grateful that I have legs. We're not gonna say fat legs, cellulite thighs. I am so grateful that I have legs that I can stand on and I can walk on and I can walk past the mirror to the shower and I can stand up and take a shower. When you're in such a dark, dark place, you have to start at these places because you're not gonna look in the mirror and be like, damn girl, you look fierce. You're not there yet. And don't expect to go from like, you can't go from like zero to a hundred. You can't do it. So start with those things on when you literally can't think of anything else nice to be grateful for. I'm grateful I have hands to touch my fat rolls. Even though you know you can't stand to do it, but at least I have hands and fingers that allow me to wash my own body. Because there are people and it, that will ne they can't wash their own bodies. Do you see what I'm saying? So just because you're in a body weight-wise that you don't like, things can always be worse. And it doesn't mean that minimizes your feelings. What happens is when you start neutralizing the things that you're telling yourself and instead say, nope, I'm not going to call myself a fat, nasty whale. I'm going to say, you know what? Thank God. Thank you, universe. I have arms and legs and eyes or whatever. You, you, you decide that. But number four is gratitude. And what I recommend with gratitude, it, it's part of your routine and it's something you do consistently. And I like to do my gratitude stuff in the mornings as part of my journaling. And it's all about repetition. Somebody said to me, why do you post the same stuff every week in the group? And what they mean by that is every Monday is called Break the Rules. Every Tuesday is conf Make Confidence Queen. Every Wednesday is Feed Your Soul. Every Thursday is Be in the Moment. Every Friday is Get Your Glam On. That is intentional. I am not copying and pasting the same prompts Monday through Friday because I don't have any creativity. I am doing that because I know the power of consistency, repetition, and building habits. And that's not the only thing we do in the group, but that's the thing that you can count on when you know I need a framework and I need, I need a routine. Every Wednesday in the group, we're talking about how to feed your soul. Every Wednesday. That's consistency. That's habit building. You don't lose weight by being inconsistent. You don't build muscles by being inconsistent. You don't get confident and squash your body image issues and lose the emotional weight by being inconsistent, right? And so these are the workouts for your mind. These are the workouts that are going to build your mindset up. So every single day is about gratitude. Every single day. I don't care if you write it on your hand. I don't care if you write it on a post-it note or a 97 cent notebook 
or you write it in one of my irresistible you journals. I don't care. I just want you to do it. And the more you do it, it's just like building the confidence. You're like, all right, you know, all right, you know, next week, maybe, you know, hey, my, um, I have a really pretty face. Or I really like my hips. Or, you know, you'll start to develop because it's going to build the momentum. And with confidence, you need momentum. And there's not a one-sentence answer on how you feel confident. You become confident because you do all of these different things together. It's not simple. So number five is to journal. Now, I touched on this a little bit already with gratitude, but number five is to journal because I am a big fan of journaling. And for those of you that don't know, I have a journal that is on Amazon. It's called The Irresistible You Journal. And in my journal, it has the five guiding principles that I just talked about um, that are part of the Irresistible You framework. So the beginning of the journal has some activities, um, assessments that you do. And then it's a 90-day plan. Again, every single day for 90 days, it's the same five questions. Why? Because we are building habits. And habits are only built from repetition. And the only way you stop the inner fat girl talk is by learning how to talk to yourself for the first time. And you do that by the repetition, by the routine, and by journaling. Because here's the thing, the journaling helps you work through your feelings. And when I say journaling, that's what I mean. It's like, uh, okay, let's use this as an example. If you're an emotional eater, a binge eater, emotional eater, when you have the urge to eat, and you're not hungry, and you know you're not hungry, you know you're just getting your emotional eat on. What I want you to do is take out your journal. It can even be on your phone. You could have notes, you know, the memo notes on your phone. I want you to take out your journal before you touch any food. And I want you to ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And answer it. What is going on that triggered me wanting to go binge? What just triggered me to want to go hit up the drive-thru? And it's going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to dealing with your feelings. You're used to just, I got to get the food right now. I got to stuff. And you don't know that you're doing that. But you're just like, I got to eat. I got, you know that it's three o'clock at work. I need chocolate. I need caffeine. I need blah, blah, blah. Because you're avoiding stuff, right? You're avoiding your feelings. So the journaling creates the self-awareness because now instead of just diving into the food you're saying hang on what's really going on right now let me write this down and when you first start doing all of this it doesn't mean that you don't binge because you probably will but at least you're creating self-awareness as to why and until you can build self-awareness you will not lose the emotional weight that is holding you back from who you're meant to be. And with the journal, what it also does, okay, so I, like in mine, for example, it's 90 days. Say it's day 30. You could go back to day one, and now what happens is you have data. This is like the nerd in me, right? You have data to say, all right, what are the triggers 
what are the trends? What am I noticing every Friday is going on in my life that's causing me to feel the way I feel or causing me to eat all the things or causing me to, to isolate and stay inside the house all weekend? What is causing that? And so that's what the journaling does. So even if you're not using the Irresistible You journal, I don't care. You know, get your 97 cent Walmart notebook on and just go to town writing in there. And, you know, if you're afraid that someone in your house is going to see what you're writing, put it in a safe place. Put it somewhere they can't find it. Because I, I hear that from people sometimes. You know, especially if you've got a, some, a toxic relationship. Put it somewhere where it's not going to be found that you feel is safe. Because that should be your safe place where you just let it flow. No backspacing, no editing, no perfection stuff. Just let it flow onto the paper. And I like to do that in the mornings, you know, that, that really helps set the tone for my day. So number five is to journal. Um, all right. So I always say I'm going to keep this short and I can't help it. I just love talking about this stuff with you guys. So just to wrap it up, the five ways that you can feel confident when the mantras aren't cutting it. So number one is change your expectations on what it means to feel confident. Number two is to stay consistent and take one small action a day that's going to build momentum. Number three is to create a routine that has a framework and a support system. And I got you if you don't have it. <laughs> we'll have all the links in the notes. Number four is to practice gratitude. And number five is to start journaling to build self-awareness. So those are my top five tips. Obviously, there's a ton of other stuff when it comes to being confident, but those are really the top five things if you're struggling right now. And here's a bonus tip that I'm gonna share with you. What if you're thinking, I hate the way I look, I feel too fat and miserable, and I just don't want to leave the house. I get it. I was you. I had agoraphobia. Had panic attacks every time I left the house. That was so big. Um, the only way, the only way that you will ever get over the fear, the panic, and the anxiety of whatever it is that you're trying to do, if it's like leaving the house, is you have to do it. And the more you do it, it's going to be uncomfortable. But you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable in order to get to the irresistible life that you want for yourself. So my bonus tip to you is you have to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable. Because it's going to be uncomfortable. And you have, like, you're not, like, the only way you get confident is by doing the thing that you're afraid of. By doing the thing that feels uncomfortable and weird. It is like, right now, you're sleeping with a wet blanket. And you're afraid to move. Because if you even slightly move your leg or your arm, and you get a draft of air with the wet blanket, you're freezing again. But because you're just laying there still with the wet blanket on you, you've become used to it. Your body is getting accustomed to it. But if you move, it's really, really cold and uncomfortable. And that's what this feels like. 
and it's like ripping the wet blanket off. It's gonna feel cold. It's gonna feel miserable for a little bit. And then it gets better and better and better. So on that note, um, let me know if you like this episode. Head on over to iTunes. Leave a rating and review if you do. I need this message to get out to as many women as possible. And that is the way we spread the message of how to become irresistible you. I, I would love you long time if you could come over there and leave a rating and review. I cannot express to you how much it helps the podcast and it helps other women. And also make sure you are following me over on Instagram at Irresistible Icing. That is where I post daily behind the scenes, what's going on in my life, what am I working on, what am I eating, what are the things that I'm doing, and it's a great way for us to actually one-on-one chat with each other through DM, which I love. So um, also head on over to irresistibleicing.com. That is my main website. That is the hub for the blog, the podcast, the journal, the courses, all of that good stuff. I had so much fun talking about this. I will talk to you on the next one, and until then, stay irresistible.